0: Good day, and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the solid rock of the Word of God? So glad to have you now in uh, today in this opportunity to be able to share with you the Word of God. We're going to close out this brief series on God's pledge to hear and answer prayer one of the precious promises that we have from the bible that enables us really to be able to face each day is knowing that we can have communication with our god that we are not an, we are not an intrusion to him that we are not somehow in his way or an annoyance to our god but rather it is his delight that we always come to him him in prayer and so i want to begin this podcast today by just challenging you to make sure that you make this a priority uh your 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 very the vitality of your own spiritual walk with god is largely dependent on your communication with him I don't want to dwell on this too long, this point, just simply because I've, I've dealt with it before. But we have been looking at 1 John chapter 5, where the Bible gives us the very specific direction to go to the Lord in prayer and have confidence, have just absolute assurance that when you come to Him, He will hear your prayers and He will respond if, and that's a big if, if You are a child of God. There are many conditions that relate to this. If you are a genuine Christian, um, he will respond to your prayer and answer your requests if your prayer uh, is according to the will of God, not prayed selfishly, but prayed according to the will of God that his will would be done. Um, It would be dependent on his direction and on what he sees is fit. Uh, The promises of God are that we would be absolutely sure of God's will when we pray. Now, that raises the question that I want to deal with as we close this out today. How can I be sure that I am praying God's will when I pray? Uh, Because certainly all of us uh, need to be careful because we can pray for something and find out that that's probably not the best thing God had in mind for us. Uh, particularly when we experience negative circumstances as a result of it, so i want to I want to suggest to you that my my viewpoint and my knowledge is so limited of my existence on this earth i really I cannot see the entire map of God's plan for my life. And if you've ever read the book, The Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan, you really do uh, come face-to-face with the dilemma that we live as believers in this life, and that is that there are going to be, number one, constantly temptations to stray from the the path that God has chosen for us, uh, or the choices that we need to make, because there have been these solicitations from Satan from from uh, 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 unbelieving people that enter into our lives and they they uh, convince you that another way is better to live your life to raise your children to work your job to be a kind of wife or husband that you need to be uh, the world has a, a, a every conceivable opinion about every conceivable topic and most frequently the world is wrong. And there's going to be this constant tug of war between you and your understanding of God. So I want to encourage you, praying in the will of God is essential because that's what's going to save you from a lot of things. Um, Praying in the will of God means that I'm not going to allow the direction of somebody who is not God to dictate what choices that I make. Neither will will it dictate uh, my appetites, my longings, my cravings, my hunger, the things that I, I, I develop in this life, I want to make sure that I am longing for the things and craving the things that God says is what's in my best interest. And you know, let's just be frank for a moment, not that we haven't, I haven't been, but is it not true that I have, sometimes I don't even know what choice to make or how to make a decision regarding something in my life that I need to pray about. It is always safer to say, Lord, from my perspective, this is how I see things, but I certainly don't want to go beyond your will. So I'm asking you, oh God, That your will would be done regarding this matter, and then leave it there. Look for the open doors and the shut doors that then God will orchestrate in your life. And I have come to be very dependent on that, and it has saved me from some catastrophic choices. And I want to encourage you to implement that same thing. That's not something that's just true to me, but it's illustrated over and over again in the scriptures. I want God's will to be done and not mine. And I may not even understand why things unfold the way they do, but I have to know that I have a sovereign God who's in control, who's working all things according to his purposes in my life. And I'm going to do my best to obediently follow the word of God. And when I do so, I believe that's pleasing to the Lord, and it frees His hand to be able to work spectacular blessings in my life. How can I be sure of God's will when I pray? Well, the easiest way to answer that is is that He reveals His will by His word, and by the way, God will never will something that is contrary to His word. You don't have to pray about whether or not it's God's will that you go rob a bank because you had more month than check this past month. Uh, you don't have to pray about uh, uh, any of the, the the choices that people make in this world today. Uh, that are often wrong because the will of God is very clear about those matters. So I'm saying to you, let me give you a few examples. Uh, maybe that'll be the best way for me to to approach this. The will of God is revealed in the Word of God, where over and over again, you, you, you find so many specific statements which tell you what God's gracious will is. 99% of life, you don't have to uh, sit around and and uh, uh, meditate or or philosophize about what you think or what you don't think is God's will. God is very clear and specific. And what he does not talk about directly, he will give indirect information and teach regarding that topic. So, number one, let me just give you this for an example. Uh, And this is the way you know you're praying in God's will. We know that it's God's will that our unconverted loved ones should be convicted of sin and made to feel their need for a Savior. We know this because passages like John chapter 16 and verse 7, uh, Jesus said, I, I tell you the truth, it's expedient for you that I go away. Before, uh, for if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I, will de- I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin. And of righteousness and of judgment. In other words, that means that you can pray with confidence for the Holy Spirit to work in the lives of your family members, to reprove them, to convict them, to bring them to a saving knowledge of Himself. You know that it's within God's will to pray diligently for your unconverted loved ones. You're always safe in that. By extension, we know that you're pray- you know that you're praying in the line of God's will when you ask for the salvation of any man, woman, or child. We know that there are various scriptures that teach this very specifically. The Apostle Paul actually wrote to his son in the faith, Timothy, and he said, I exhort, this is in First Timothy 2, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks be made for all men for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. He goes on to say, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. This is one passage of many that simply state, Uh, that you can pray in confident assurance for the salvation of anybody in your life because God has determined that whosoever will may come. That is unmistakable. It is very clear. You know you're in God's will when you pray for those that God has brought into your life, loved ones or friends. You know you're praying in, in line with God's will when you ask for the sanctification of his people for the holiness of God's people. The Apostle Paul prayed for the Christians in Ephesus to be sanctified, that they would walk in, in true obedience to God. You can pray for your other Christian friends. You may know somebody right now who's really struggling with their walk with God. It is according to God's will for you to pray uh, that they would grow in grace. You know it's God's will for you to pray for laborers to be sent out into the harvest uh, to be able to reap great uh, 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 harvest for the Lord of souls. That means you can pray with confidence that He fills gaps in mission fields and here and abroad. Those are just a few examples to show you that that the more you know the Word of God, the more you will discover the will of God. Because it is there that He gives us His mind, and it is, it is transferred to your mind so that you can know God's will when you pray, because He's revealed it in His will. He's revealed His will in His Word. But now, of course, here is the problem. There are matters about which you can find no specific promise in the Word of God. I mean, who should I marry? There's not a specific promise there. Should I buy this house? Should I go to Bible college? Should I retire? Should I join this church or that church? There there are no specific promises in the Bible, but I would say to you that there are a number of principles God lays out to help you come to the right kind of conclusion and to pray that God's will would be done. And then ultimately, I'll close with this in Romans chapter 8, verse 26 and 27. Uh, the Apostle Paul is writing here, and he's really giving some tremendous insight into uh, this, this discovering of God's will. The Bible says in Romans eight twenty six. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Well, in short, the Holy Spirit, who is God and who lives within you, if you're a believer, he will come to your aid. He will help you. He will take care of your weaknesses in prayer. He's the one who will communicate your heart to God, and then God's will will be made manifest to you. That's how we know God's will then may be known by his word, by his spirit, and we may be quite sure that the Holy Spirit will never lead you contrary to the word of God. Today, maybe you're looking to be able to be a better prayer and to sense God's leadership and direction in your life. Make sure that these things are in place. Pray according to his will. Please know that it's a waste of time to pray for anything that God says is not according to His will. The Bible says, Ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. He said in John chapter 16, Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. My admonition for you today is keep on praying. Keep on praying. And I know the Lord of glory will bring more glory to Himself through what He does in your life.